everyone was all oh, happy new year this is what i'm going to do in this year that i could give back what i would have done is to save up more money if i had known this in 2019 i saved up more more money please uh The coronavirus has taken 1 million lives worldwide. Wow, that's a huge number. And there's an even bigger number to the people who are still suffering from the disease. But I wanted to take a step back and look at how far we've come, how much has changed since the virus first hit the world and since those first 19 days. My name is Dalia Akaine and I'm a content creator here at Tristetics. This is the 90 Days of COVID-19 documentary series where people share their stories of the first 90 days of the pandemic. Despite the fact that the virus seems to be fading away, it is still very much a reality. So I'm out on a mission to document real voices in what has been one of the most reawakening periods for humanity. Welcome to the 90 Days of COVID-19 documentary series. Um, welcome on board, Stephen. Um, for the sake of the interview, can you share with okay. the listeners your name? So my name is um, Stephen. And, uh, do I need to share my surname as well? Names. Um, but you can always check me as Chick Steve on social media. Steve uh, CM. Okay. So yes, that's my name. Um, what else do you want to know? Okay. What do I do? I do a lot of things. Um, I'm an engineer. I have a degree in telecommunication engineering and also in system security engineering. And um, uh, yeah, I currently work as a cybersecurity specialist. All right. So if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would that be? Now that strikes some sort of curiosity because I'm like, I want to know what's interesting. <laughs> okay, all right, that's cool. Um, so now I'm going to get like straight okay. into like the technical questions, if I call them technical questions. Um, first off, where were you and what were you okay. doing when you first coronavirus, coronavirus? Um, I was in Montreal, Canada. Montreal, Canada at the moment. And um, I heard about it, but it was in China at the time. That was the first time I heard when it was in China and I heard it in the news. Um, yeah, that was the first time I actually heard about coronavirus. So I, was still, I was still in Montreal. Uh, Canada. Okay. And what, what did you think of it like that very first time? What came to Well, you? the news was evolving, right? So I was looking at the. But then it wasn't well known about its transmissibility and all that. Hope I'm right with the word. Um, how transmissible it was. And so, yeah. I, so I don't, I didn't know much about it. I just knew it was something that was happening in China, and it was a little bit. It was it sounded something like something very far away. So I didn't give much thought to it at the time. Mm -hmm. This was, I think, 
early January, end of December time. Yeah, okay. Now, would you say that the pandemic so far has affected you positively or negatively hmm. or both? You know what I would say positively? Okay. Okay, how? Positively in the sense that it made much of my work to be done from home. So I thought that a plus on it is I don't have to commute all every day, every day to work downtown and all that. So that's that's a plus for me. Now I'm fully working from home, which I've always wanted. And um, secondly, it has opened other business opportunities, which uh, as things moved online for me personally, I do a few businesses on the side. So it has been um, advantageous to me. And also, um, that's basically what I would say. It, it, has, it, has, it, has, it has been, I'm not saying I'm happy that it's happening because everybody is having problems financially or no. I've been lucky. I put my, not just lucky, I say I've been favored actually. So, yeah. And just the, the only negative thing I would say is the fact that uh, um, you have to stay indoors most of the time. So the limiting of one's liberty is yeah. pretty much the the only negative part of it. But besides that, it has been it has been a great time period. Mm, okay, so that kind of channels my next question. How was social distancing? How was the whole social distancing stay at home experience? Social distancing, yeah. Mm, it has been, I say so far, so good. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the social distancing here is pretty much observed in almost everywhere, going into the store, stores. Right now we are on another lockdown, if you understand. So it's, yeah, and also um, it's been observed even in the church and um as well so so far the social distancing it's something i'm i'm comfortable with doing the social distancing i don't have a problem with that but the the, the thing is that it has affected the way we do things here in going to buying things from the store like i mentioned earlier going to the church now we don't have enough space and so we have to do like two services to just Short distance and all that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that. It is. But generally, but generally, you are comfortable with just you know staying at home, you know going outside, not seeing a lot of people, just that desert kind of feeling. Was that fine a bit inconveniencing? But in all, it's okay. I wouldn't. I would. I would rather have the liberty to want to stay indoors and go outside, like. I would like the, the, the staying indoors to be my choice to stay indoors, not an imposed uh, uh, stay indoors uh, uh, situation. Stay so indoors. I would rather want to do it myself. And in certain situations, I, 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 it's a bit inconvenient because I can't have people visit. 
So you, I can't, yeah, I can't go visit my friends. They can't come visit yeah. me. The whole you can have more in a, in a house. You can have more than a few people in it. Okay. If you're not family members, you can be stopped by police and all that. So that's problem. But besides that, okay. Okay. Um, can you share three highlights, like three key highlights of the first 90 days? Thinking back to April, May, and June, those first 90 days, you know, social distancing, hearing coronavirus like every single day, multiple times a day, just during the what were your key highlights okay. in that period? That's a very good question. Um, key highlights, um, one of them is. When everything was shut down, especially the um, the U.S. Canada border, and also the cancelling of my of the courses I was taking and everything, it was a bit it was a bit scary at the beginning. And the the the, the news of the you could not turn on the TV because everywhere you turned on the TVs, the radio, social media. It was just fear being pushed in about the virus. So it was a bit depressing, is one thing I would say. And also, yeah. um, the closing of shops and, and the closing down of businesses. A lot of businesses couldn't survive the first 90 days. Um, before the government care rolled in, a lot of people were put out of work. Businesses were closed. Everyone, everyone was in despair. You could see, you could see that in the face of people. So it's also something that I noticed personally. I I, I was I'm able to manage, and also um, I'd say it also brought. It, I also saw uh, something that I noticed was also we saw the humanity in people. In I was part of a, a group that went around, we got like foodstuffs and things to share to people. So that was a highlight. So we had people were willing to come together to get foodstuff and go distribute to people at their doorsteps, not necessarily going into there, just drop it at their doorsteps to help people who couldn't feed because they had lost their job. So those are some of the highlights. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Uh, but you didn't come and I'm that. sorry, you were you you uh, far away from me. But um, if, if, you, if you were, we would have. Uh, particularly international students who were here, because the international students are not part of the um, government gra um, uh, um, grants, because the government supports, supports students who lost their jobs and all that, yeah. but you have to be a permanent resident or a citizen. So the international students who lost their jobs because the business is closed and who are not receiving funds from their parents in their various countries, they were really in trouble. So we just had this group. All we did, we sought for international students all around and we just give, keep giving them foods and things, and just supporting them through the process. And um, so far, they've been able to recover well. That's so cool. Like I, I didn't even know. That's so cool that you know people actually went out to support people like just like that. I think that's really cool. And I could imagine the emotions of these people from the feeling of despair, like they are cut off from the world, all these like 
whatever has happened, you know, thinking about how things are going to go, and then yes, it's like a blessing yes. in disguise, right? <laughs> That's really cool. Wow. So if you could go back to January now, you know, with all that has happened, you could go back to January, not knowing mm-hmm. about the coronavirus still, but just if you could go back and give yourself sort of a pep talk, what would you say to yourself? Mm. If I can go back to January before the COVID. Yeah, before like everything happens, just where everyone was, oh, happy new year, this is what I'm going to do in this year. I could go back, what I would have done is to save up more money. (laughs) 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 If I had known this in 2019, I'd have saved up up more more money. Because... there, there. But what would you say to yourself? Like, if you could say, actually say something, maybe to prepare yourself mentally, or is there something that you actually say? Like, is it just no, no, no? That was that was that was actually good. Uh, let me actually, what I could say to myself is one one of the things I learned from COVID is don't push anything to tomorrow. You don't. It's not guaranteed. And we all had. Good hopes of 2020, it's going to be great. January, there were celebrations and things is going to happen. And then COVID hit. And then the whole world came to a grinding halt. Economics, economies crashed. So many things couldn't be done. People lost their job thousands. And you said, huh. So if you have something, if you have an idea, you have a vision, you have something that you always wanted to do, just get on with it. That's, some, that's, the, that's what I was telling myself. You can't guarantee tomorrow. Look at the greatest of economies of the world. The Europe, the United States, North America in general. Economies are, are rushing. Even if the, the best of scientists and the best of experts still can't figure out what today there is, there is a, 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 a solution and tomorrow the solution doesn't really work. So... Nothing is guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Just do what you have. You can do today. If you have an idea, you have a gift. Put it to use today. That's that's pretty good. I've learned, and uh, I think it's wow. it's important. Yeah, I wish you tell me that too in January. <laughs> I wish you could go back. Please. Tell me to just find me wherever I am and just let me know because I, I had so many things I wanted to do in January. In fact, I broke them down into quarters. I was like, okay, this one is for Q2, this one is for Q3, and then Q2, it was like, I don't think we even had a Q2 this year. Like, I don't know what happened in Q2. Everything is just is gone right now. But that that's that's really that's a really deep one. Thank you so much for that insight, Stephen. Okay, now we're moving to the last phase of this podcast, and it's kind of like a game. I would call it a game, but yeah. So what we're going to do is you're going to share with us three things about yourself that we didn't know, that someone wouldn't on a day guess about you. Yeah, just think. Uh, I hope this is intact. 
Remember, you mentioned that the one word for you is interesting. So, <laughs> I love to sing, and um, my voice. Wait, wait, wait! wait. You can't just you can't just say that. Like, no. <laughs> Let's really well. I love to sing, and okay. my voice sounds good in the bathroom. I don't know about on stage. So that's one. Uh, that's one interesting thing about me. Um, something you would also not guess is. Um, Hmm. Um, I love football. Does that count? No, every guy likes. Football. Okay. Um, it's, it's, okay. Um, what else, what else? okay. I love to cook, and I'm a very good cook. I am. I am proud of that skill. This is husband five hundred years. My God. Hey, you You have you have no idea. I'm creating an ad for you right now. I'm already creating the ads. Like you are sold already. As in, once I just upload this, you just see like five hundred applicants. Stephen loves to sing and he loves to cook. Do you know what that means? That means that he's going to be cooking for you in the kitchen. Don't worry. Oh my God. This is like. I got you covered on that. Okay, I have one one, one other one that came into mind now. I think this is. uh, I I love languages. I speak, I currently speak um, four fluently, and I speak one of them partially. I understand one, but I don't speak it that way anymore. So, yes, I speak. Are you kidding? How how do people exist that can speak four languages? What am I what am I doing here? Now I feel bad. I just, I just feel bad. How can you speak? Please, okay. Yes, English, English makes English language. English makes them. Uh, okay. So I'll say four plus one. I understand, but I don't. I don't speak it anymore. So that to say. Yeah. So it's actually five. So now I do feel worse than I felt before. Okay. Can you share the yes, can you yes, share yes. Language? I speak English, of course. I speak French fluently. My French is as good as my English here in uh, Quebec, which I speak. I speak Igbo fluently because I'm also Igbo. I speak Hausa because I grew up in the north, and uh, that makes it that makes it four. And then I understand Chi, which is Ghanaian language, because I I, I spent um, about five years in Ghana. Four and a half years in Ghana. So I, I used to speak it was there, but now I only understand. I can't really speak anymore. Okay, but that's so cool. Like I need to go off my game. I need an app for this. What am I doing, Stephen? Don't worry. I've taken up the challenge. Challenge accepted. Five languages. It may not be now, but. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. Thank you so much for being here, Steven. That wraps up the interview anyway. It's just so that you know.
Thank you so much for being here, Stephen. We really, really enjoyed going through the first 90 days of COVID-19 with you. And I mean, not to say, so the essence of this series is that actually, you know, COVID is not over, you know, COVID is obviously not over, but I think it's just really soothing having to go through or rethink all the emotions that we had at that time, all the experiences, and just sort of mm-hmm. live through it very briefly, right? So thank you so much for being here, Stephen. I really appreciate this. And I'm sure that everyone that's listening also learns like a couple of things. I mean, I've learned now that there are people that can speak five languages. I'm not going to say how many. Right. <laughs> oh, Joining you guys. So much, Enjoy the rest of your day as well. God bless you. <laughs> Bye-bye.